Hey everyone, welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. My name is Nina Levon. I'm a life coach that specializes in personal development and life transformation. And today I am so excited because I will be answering the incredible questions that you all sent in. I enjoyed myself so much when we did this last time, but this time you guys really just outdid yourself because all the questions I received were very profound, deep, and actually required me to do a lot of thinking. So I am very excited to get to those questions. But before we do, as always, I just wanted to take a moment to thank you so much for your incredible support, both here and on the Nina Levon YouTube channel. I appreciate it more than you possibly could imagine. So let's hop right in. I don't know how many of these questions I'm actually going to be able to get to. I will do my best to answer all of them. And if not, we will just kind of roll them into our next questions and answers podcast. So the first question I got several times, but kind of phrased in different ways, which is what's the best advice I could give to someone all around, or what is the thing I most commonly tell my clients, that type of thing. I got that question probably four or five times. So I'm going to go ahead and start with that. And my answer is very, very simple. And that is to stop limiting yourselves. We are as human beings, really the ones that are creating the most suffering for ourselves and the ones that are really putting the most limitations on ourselves. So what tends to happen for most people is that we really live the same day over and over and over. We don't really make improvements in our life. We don't really veer from any kind of set program that we have. We don't really dream bigger a lot of times, or when we do dream bigger, we don't really believe that that could be a reality for us. So either no actionable steps are actually taken, or they are taken half-heartedly because we really have a self-fulfilling prophecy of not believing that we could really achieve that for our own lives. But in reality, we can pretty much be, do, or have anything that we dream of. We are the ones that set these limitations on our own selves. We don't believe that we could have any of this for ourselves. So it never really happens. But if you look at other people that have the lives that we dream to live, they are no different than we are. They're not better people. They're not smarter. It's just they choose to do it. They choose to push past their limitations and they choose to invest in the themselves and believe in themselves and, you know, start to really change their lives. This is a possibility for every single one of us. Yet, so few of us really believe this to be truth. So again, doesn't happen for a lot of people. I really understand this because I was that way for so long. I never believed that I could do half of the things that I do now. And it was all my change in perception of myself and of how the world works that really started to make me understand that anything truly is possible. And we need to have that belief to be able to actually start achieving these things. So instead, we just have these negative beliefs and they are, you know, just based out of nothing, really. They are self-limiting beliefs, but we use them to really box ourselves into this reality that we have. So I think most people have dreams. They have goals that they would love to actually accomplish. But 
without that feeling that it would actually be possible, there's not a lot of effort that we're going to put in because what's the point? We're going to come home and just put on sweatpants and watch Netflix because if we don't think it's ever going to happen, then why put in the effort? And that's what pretty much all of humanity does, especially in this day and age. We have so many distractions that we can use to kind of keep us placated enough to keep us going, but it doesn't keep us inspired for sure. And I think that is one of the biggest reasons that so many people are unhappy right now. They are not living the life that they could live. They are not living up to their full potential. They are just limiting themselves. And I also think that not only do we limit ourselves, but we don't actually put in a lot of introspection. We don't really look at our lives. And I think that the vast majority of people just kind of, you know, live their day and then they live the next day and they live the next day without much thought. There's no really design to it. We just kind of get carried on with the waves of life and no thought is really put into what the possibilities could be. I mean, is this how we want to be living? I think if we spent time every day to really contemplate, am I living the life that I actually want to be living? I don't think a lot of people would say yes. I think most people would say that if possible, they would change many, many, many aspects of their life. But what they don't realize is that they absolutely can change pretty much any aspect of their lives. It's just we don't believe that we can. But I want to say for sure that it is absolutely possible. And in almost every case, we are the ones that are blocking ourselves from doing exactly that. So to kind of answer more directly or to kind of wrap up the question, basically, I would say my best advice is to stop limiting yourself and to really take a look at your life and see what it is you actually want out of your life and to take steps to make these things happen because they absolutely can happen and we are really just wasting time. This is our life that we get to design. We can make it whatever we want and we need to stop getting in our own way. We need to just remember that anything and everything is possible. We can be whatever we want. We can think whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. And we need to stop holding ourselves back from doing that. It's just time to really stop settling for less. I mean, we need to ask ourselves, if we're not doing it now, when do we actually plan to do this? And the answer will probably be never. If we're not doing it now, we are never going to do it. So it is so important, in my opinion, to just get started. Just get started with things. Just make changes, even teeny tiny changes. Even small changes can make you a lot happier. I know that's definitely the case for me, but it also shows you that it is possible. So we are human beings. So yes, we have some limitations, but in the long run, you know, we can achieve pretty much everything. And a lot of times that's just putting one foot in front of the other, making a goal for today, reaching that goal, making a goal for tomorrow, reaching that goal, and just going on and on and on. And eventually we can really completely transform our life because the ultimate goal is always leading the life that we want. And no one can tell us what exactly that is or what exactly that would look like. Only we know that. 
And if we don't know that, it is definitely something that we want to think about because again, we don't want to just ride with the waves of life and just kind of end up where we end up when we have the possibility of creating anything that we can imagine. So wouldn't we want this beautiful life that we can design as opposed to just getting pulled back and forth in various directions and in 10 years just asking ourselves, how did we get here? Why did I make these choices? Because so many of the times, it's not choices that we made, it's choices that we didn't make. And that's painful to realize sometimes, but we can make changes now so that we don't continue on in that cycle. And I would say that is probably the best advice that I could give overall. So hopefully that answers your question. Okay, the next question is very interesting to me, and that is, do I believe that everybody has a specific purpose? And this is a question that I also got more than one time. I think that's a very interesting question, and that's a question that I get many, many times from my clients as well. And the answer is yes, for sure, but probably not in the way that a lot of people think of when they say purpose. So I definitely believe that life is never an accident. The universe wants us here. We are here for a reason and we are all kind of part of this fabric of the overall picture. So we are all important to this puzzle. We're all little pieces of this puzzle. I definitely, definitely believe that. But as far as having a specific purpose, as far as what the one true occupation that I should have, or you know, the one specific reason that I came to this earth should be, I'm uncertain if that is the case because I think that it can change. I think our purpose at one time can be different than our purpose at another time. And it's oftentimes sad to me when people live very significant, meaningful lives and feel that they don't have a purpose or feel that they haven't found what their purpose is. And I think it comes down to maybe answering a different question because otherwise we kind of have to make a decision. Is my purpose here to spread kindness, let's say, or to be a mother. Why would we have to choose between those two things? Couldn't we have many, many purposes? So I think it's coming down to the point of maybe the question should be, how can I best contribute to this world? Because I think so many people or most people really have that deep desire to contribute to this world as we should. And it is one of the basic fundamental needs as a human being. So maybe our focus should be more on what can I do to make life better for other people and to make life more significant and meaningful for myself as well. Because if we just limit ourselves to one specific purpose, we really cut out so many different possibilities and so many aspects of ourselves. And we also continue on in the path in life. We grow as people. So let's say that we are kind of defining ourselves by our purpose. And we say, you know, my purpose is that I am the best dentist in the world and I help people have the most healthy, clean teeth possible. Or my purpose is that I am an artist and that I have the best paintings ever in creation. Now those are wonderful things, both of them, or any of the things that we may 
describe our purpose as or who we are as, but let's say that we were that dentist, but on the way home from work, we actually saved a small child from a burning car. Now, is our purpose that we saved that child? That is a very significant contribution and amazing thing that we did for humanity, or is our purpose being a dentist? Or is our purpose that we were that wonderful artist or that we are the best father? We don't want to really make these choices. These are all aspects to ourselves. And I truly believe that there are many, many, many things that are our purposes while we are here. And again, it can change with time. We can decide that our purpose is one thing when we're 20 and realize when we are 65 that we have an entirely different purpose. So I think it's just kind of a flawed question in a way because of course as human beings we all are valuable. Of course we all have a purpose. But is it really just one purpose? No one really can answer that question. But my suggestion is to think about the possibility that we don't have to limit ourselves to one singular purpose. So the anxiety that we often feel about not finding that one purpose might really not need to be there. Maybe it is a multitude of things that really encompass our purpose. And maybe it has nothing to do with an occupation or a particular life path. So we just want to be open for possibilities and just know that, of course, we are such sacred, valuable people. We are all integral to this earth. If we are here, we are here for a reason. But don't feel that that reason has to be one specific thing. So that is my opinion on the whole purpose question. And so let's go ahead and move on. And I love this question too. And the question is, do you think it's possible if we were really enlightened to be happy all the time? It's a great question. And another question that I get very, very often. And my answer to that question is, no, I do not. I do not believe that it is possible for any person to be happy all the time, nor do I feel that that would actually be a good thing because there are certainly times in our life where it's not really appropriate to be happy and there are plenty of other emotions that we can feel that all have value. However, I do believe it is very possible to be almost always at peace, which is very different than being happy. But I think all in all, I think being at peace is actually even sometimes preferable to being happy because happy is an emotion that can be fleeting, but we can be peaceful pretty much all the time if we learn how to actually develop that skill. Most people are born with what's called a happiness set point, which means that you know, some people are actually born happier than other people. So that is about 50% of our happiness. And that is said to be really controlled by genetics. But we'll talk about that in a second, because I don't believe that is necessarily the case. And then about 10% of our happiness has to do with our circumstances. So our different life events and, you know, where we live, who we are married to, the different choices that we make, but basically our life circumstances. 
And then 40% of happiness depends on our internal state of mind. So these are, you know, the factors that we can absolutely control. So if we are thinking about our lives in terms of happiness, we know that conservatively, 40% of our happiness is completely up to us. So it's how we choose to look at different circumstances. And the wonderful thing about that is that we know for sure that optimism is something that can actually be learned and optimists are typically much happier people. So if we're looking at this little pie chart for happiness, we just determined that at least 40% is completely under our control. So 40% of the time we could say that we could be happy all the time. Now we really can't do much about that 10%, the life circumstances. Some of our life circumstances have to do with choices that we make and a lot of them do not have to do with choices that we make. We can't really pick where we are born or who we are born to or what physical limitations that we have and those are things that can potentially affect how happy we are. But let's go back to that happiness set point, which has been said to be 50% of our happiness level. Now, again, I don't think it's possible to be happy all the time, but I think there are things that we can certainly do to become happier people. And I think the biggest thing for me personally, and I will give the little caveat that I do have a very naturally high happiness set point, but still there is one mental shift that I made that significantly changed not only my happiness set point, but just my satisfaction with life altogether. And that is to stop being attached to particular outcomes in life. So prior to making the shift, I always was really wanting my life to go a specific way. I knew what I wanted and when things happened differently, I would get really, really upset. I knew exactly where I wanted to live. I knew exactly what I wanted for my life, you know, all at that time. But when things happened in a different way, it would often be really crushing for me. And as I got older, I realized more and more that when you are open to life and you can view the things that you can't change as things that can be potentially enormously positive for you, that you will have just a much happier life altogether. And that is exactly what happened for me. I stopped seeing things as obstacles. I started to see, for the most part, everything that happened in my life as what it was supposed to be, as a message from the universe or a blessing of some kind. So when a door would close, I would just look for a window and go through that window and just find another way and just, you know, enjoy this new path. So instead of blocking myself all the time, I just kept moving forward and I kept moving forward in the direction that life would point me into. Now that does not mean that we shouldn't have goals and dreams. I certainly think 
like we mentioned earlier, that we should definitely have goals and dreams and be working towards them. But when something happens that really prevents us from going in the direction that we had anticipated, we can't think of it always as something that is negative because I can tell you firsthand that so many of these times have been the best things that have actually happened to me. And a lot of the times I hadn't considered a lot of these things because of fear. I think that fear keeps us from making changes in our life and from being open to different possibilities. So once I let go of the idea that life had to always go a specific way and this was the only path to happiness, happiness started to find me more and more and more because I realized that there are so many different paths to happiness and so many are so much greater than what we can imagine with our little human brains that we have. So that shift was incredibly impactful for me, but I think there are a lot of different things that we can do. I think for one, we need to Focus on finding solutions in our life instead of always looking for problems. I think that it is human nature to always be looking for the negative or looking for, you know, the bad that's going to happen or waiting for the next shoot to drop. And if instead, when things don't happen as planned, if we can just focus on finding solutions, focus on becoming creative and working with what we have, again, it's going to really enhance our life so much. And we also have to just train ourselves to be happier, to be positive, because so many of the times it is simply a choice. We can choose to react in any way we want to any given situation. There is no situation that requires us to feel a certain way. We all get to make the choice of what that feeling is going to be. Now, that's not to say we aren't human beings and when something that is sad happens, yes, we are going to feel sad and that is normal and natural to do so. However, we get to decide how long we're going to be sad about something and we can also be the ones to decide how we're going to choose to look at it, how we're going to frame the situation. What did we learn from it? What can we take from the situation that can improve our life in the future? These are all things that we can consider, but ultimately, Ultimately, again, it is up to us how much suffering we are going to allow ourselves to feel. And there's just tons of little things that we can do that really add up to being a happier person. So we can, you know, practice gratitude. That is something that makes a significant difference when we are really truly noticing the things that we are grateful for and being thankful in nature. We are going to really start to see how much happier our life really becomes. We can make sure we're eating well. We can make sure we are sleeping enough and that we are exercising. We can spend lots and lots of time outdoors. We can meditate. We can spend time with our friends and cultivate our relationships with other people. There are lots and lots of things that we can do to actually become happier. But as far as being happy all the time, no, I do not think that is possible. But like I said before, I definitely think it is possible to be at 
peace all the time. And I think that is the much deeper emotion. Happiness can be an emotion that's actually superficial sometimes. It can be very, very temporary. So we can be really, really happy because our team is winning and then really, really sad because our team is losing. Or we can just kind of be at peace. Happiness is very, very different than peace. And what's great about peace is that it really is immune to the ups and downs, to the different highs and lows in life. It can be with us all the time. So when we are at peace, it's pretty much saying that we are okay with whatever is happening and we are accepting of what the reality is. And if we can get to the point where we can be accepting and have that peace, our life is going to be filled with much less suffering because so much of our suffering comes from really trying to to fight the world, trying to fight reality, trying to fight a lot of times things that happened in the past that we're not accepting. How can we ever do anything about something that has already happened? And the answer is that we can't, but what we can do is we can learn acceptance. And when we can have acceptance, then we can have that inner peace. And that inner peace is something that can just carry with us all the time as opposed to happiness. Because when something upsetting happens, let's say someone passes away or we find out we have a health condition or, you know, something else terrible, how could we possibly expect to feel happy during these moments. We cannot do that. So what we can do is to learn to be at peace with things that we can't change. And I think, again, that is a much more realistic and much better goal to have in the first place. But can you be happy a lot of the time? Yes, you can. And like I said, so much of that really is a choice. I'm a happy person because I choose to be happy. I choose to see the bright side of things. And I think that that is something that can be learned by most people, even if you don't have that genetically high happiness set point. So I do think it can always be improved upon. And so much has to do with our mindset and just being very, very aware of how we are choosing to see the world. If we choose to see the world as a happy place, it really is going to be a happy place for us. But can we be happy all the time? No, we can't, but that is not problematic in the least. Okay, the next question I only got once, but I get from my clients all the time, and that is, what can I do when I feel uninspired by life? I think that is a fantastic question and a very relatable question because I think that everybody goes through this at least sometimes. We all go through parts of our lives that we just get bored or we feel like it's dull or we feel like we're stuck. We feel like we're not really getting anywhere, but we don't really have the motivation to go and really change our lives. I know what that feels like. And so what can we do about it? So I think that there are lots of things that we can do 
about it. And the first thing is that we really need to take a break. So if we're feeling uninspired, it's because usually, again, we're not getting anywhere and we feel bored with life. And so we need to take a break from what we are currently doing because it is not doing anything for us. We need to break the cycle. We need to do something completely differently. And this is just a temporary fix, but I think this is something that is really essential. So if that is happening and it's feeling like it's happening for a long time, we need to either take a vacation, we need to take a day off of work, we need to, you know, drive somewhere and see something else. But we definitely want to, at first, just remove ourselves from our day-to-day -day life and just take a break. I think ultimately, though, we need to start to think of our life in a different way. We need to be more childlike. We need to remember that the world is our playground. There are endless things and opportunities and things to see and, you know, activities that we can do and thoughts that we can think. There are so many things. It is impossible in our lifetime that we will be able to do even a fraction of these things. But yet, instead of doing any of them, most of the time, we again just do the same things over and over and over again. I don't know why this happens. I guess it's just really that we get comfortable or we get lazy or the fact that our body just loves repetitiveness and being able to run on a program and not really having to give much thought to it. But it really does lead to very low life satisfaction when we actually do that. So I think a lot of times when these big bouts of lack of inspiration comes for us, it is really a wake-up call and it's kind of a blessing in a way if you think about it because if that never gets to this point, we're going to continue doing the same thing again and again and again and we're going to notice 20 years later that we've really done nothing that truly makes us happy or that really does inspire us. So it's good when this happens because it makes us realize we have to shake things up. We need to be expanding and exploring and having fun and thinking about the life that we have as truly a blessing and that we don't have that much time. We need to make great use of our time and so few people do that. You know, the majority of people that I talk to, when I ask them what their life is like, they can tell me in about two seconds because their life is exactly the same today as it was yesterday, as it was the day before, and the day before that. And so if you fall into that category, know that that is most people, that is everybody right now. And it's getting worse because we are, you know, spending more time at home. We spend so much time online doing mindless things that offer us zero inspiration because we're just scrolling on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever we're doing. And we're not getting out and doing the things that human beings are really designed to do. We are designed to to build and to hunt and to learn. And, you know, we really are setting ourselves back so much of the time. So when this happens, we need to sit ourselves down and think about if we were living a perfect life and we could do whatever we want, figure out what it is we would want to be doing. What life do we want to be leading? What things do 
we feel would inspire us, what even small things would make us happy. You know, where do we want to be going? If we could eat at any restaurant, what would it be? If we could go on any vacation, what would it be? If we want to, you know, learn about something, what would that be? And actually, once we have this list, start doing these things. It's so easy to think that everybody is the same and what would inspire one person would inspire another person, but that is simply not the case at all. We are all so unique. So oftentimes I'm really surprised when, you know, my ideas aren't really exciting to other people, but I mean, that's the reality. We have to figure out for ourselves what things inspire us because it is so different. I know for myself personally, and maybe I am unique, but for me, I start to get uninspired when things are too earthly, too mundane. I like to think about things that are esoteric or philosophical, and these are the types of things that really give me passion for life. I love to answer big questions, and I like to learn about history and science, and I like to learn about everything, and that really keeps me really inspired about life. But I know for other people, it can be something that is completely different. But I know for myself, if I feel that I am intellectually starving or if I'm spiritually starving, it is something that is definitely going to start to make me feel very uninspired. I also feel that I have to be exploring. I love to see new places. And even when I can't physically go to new places, I like to read about new places or learn about new places. So it's that feeling of expansion that is really helpful to me. But it all comes down to sitting down and asking yourself, what does inspire you? Because you can't ask the person next to you because what they like is not necessarily going to be what you like. And it also kind of comes down to what the first question was, which is, what is the best advice? And that is stop limiting yourself. We need to get out. We need to push past our comfort zone and get out in the world. Because let me tell you, if you are sitting in your comfort zone, especially if you've been sitting here for a long time, it's never going to feel better. It's going to feel like this or it's going to feel less than this. It's never going to improve. We are never going to be inspired by thinking the same thoughts and doing the same things all the time. So we really need to be proactive. We need to get out there and do things that are actually inspiring. And I know it seems harder to do that now because so few people are doing that. So few people are actually living lives that they are excited about. Most people that you talk to, you know, can list off about 20 things that make them miserable right now. They probably hate their job. They probably hate where they live. They maybe even dislike their spouse if they have one. But for most people, there are many things that they don't like about their lives, yet they don't change their life. They just kind of sit in this life that they are not happy with. So we don't want to be like most people. We want to, you know, think about what is going to be exciting and realize that, yes, we can do anything and we have the power to change our life as much as we want to. And sometimes it just comes down to, like we said before, making those small changes, doing that one thing and then realizing, wow, this was really cool. Why don't I do this all the time? I remember when I was in my old career, I worked just an absurd amount of hours. So I had 
really no free time. So when I finally changed my lifestyle and I was actually able to incorporate things that I really enjoy in my life, not that I didn't enjoy my job that I had, but there was just no balance. But I just had this aha moment like, oh my gosh, this is what life can be. You can actually enjoy life. You can actually see things. You can actually do things. Wow. You can be inspired pretty much all the time if you are doing things that are actually inspiring. So I remember one of the first things that I did after I switched careers and I had a little bit of time to myself was I went on a beautiful hike and it was just one of these moments that was so meaningful because I was sitting out in nature and I just realized that oh my goodness this has been here all along I could have been taking part in this and I'm just seeing the stars again for the first time in in years I'm finally noticing all these beautiful, miraculous things all around me. And they've always been all around me, but I didn't have time to really notice them. So it's about finding those moments for you and about finding the things that are impactful for you and taking the time to actually do it. Because what is the point of thinking about all things that you want to be doing and then not actually doing them? Which again is what almost every person does all the time. So we have half of the people that don't even bother to think about what they want to be doing. And the other half will think about it and then not actually do it. They will just decide that that is something that they want for the future and that future never actually comes. So my advice for you today, 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 is to think about something that you want to do. Could be small, could be huge, but make some kind of plan to put into action as soon as humanly possible. And if you tend to be wishy-washy, you want to do something that you really can't get out of. So if that thing for you is joining a gym, go and give your credit card number right now or you know whatever it is. Do something that you really can't take back. Call a friend, tell them that you know we are going to go to the mountains this weekend or whatever, but make it so it is a firm commitment that you really can't get out of because it's not that it's hard to change our lives. It's just that we tend to not take any action to do so. So decide for yourself. This is the day. This is the first day of my new life. What am I going to do with it? And you will see that if we keep this mentality every single day, that our life is going to be fresh and new and that we are going to stay inspired. So that is my best advice for you. And I think this is a great place to pause for today. I apologize for all the questions that I was not able to get to, but we will certainly get to that in the next questions and answers podcast. And as always, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me through my email, which is nina.lavon at gmail.com. And that is spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail. And you can also reach me on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is at Nina Lavon. So I thank you so much for these incredibly interesting and insightful questions. I hope this gave you a little bit of food for thought, and I am anxious to hear your comments about what we talked about today. So don't hesitate to comment and reach out to me. So I thank you so much for spending time with me today. It's been an absolute delight, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Have an absolutely amazing day.